I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Jetpacks are overrated. Hello, everybody. This is Jetpacks are overrated. I'm Seamus Byrne. And I really just wanted to sort of kick off a new phase of the show in some regards. I'll continue to interview other interesting people. I'll pick up the pace on some of the reviewing of interesting products beginning to play with lately. But most importantly, I want to just start talking about what is happening in the world around us right now. This is unquestionably a strange time. And it's a time where tech has answers. But it maybe only has some answers. And in some ways, I think it really shows us how we've kind of stumbled into this high-tech future that we've been working towards and that we've been promised and I guess that we've been delivered in a lot of ways that we weren't expecting. But we have not planned our way into this future. And that's a big thing that we're discovering right now. We are really discovering very quickly what tech is and isn't going to help with over the next few months. The things that have been ready to use, but maybe we hadn't really started exploring properly just yet. And then there's the things that are being kind of forced to become ready. And we've got to iron out those remaining problems and get on top of them now because we need it. We haven't just been using it because we wanted to. We have been just using them in that way, just out of desire and out of uh, pleasure. And now we've realized we really need these things to work for us and not just keep doing things to us that we sort of stumble along with. And then, of course, there are the things that people are trying to make work that we've kind of started to already see are just not really that good. A lot that's going to change right now potentially is going to change permanently from here especially around this whole discussion of tech adoption. I think we're seeing a rapid embrace of tools like group video chat on platforms like Zoom, which has just burst forward out of the business landscape and has jumped over into mainstream consciousness. And people are finding that this is actually a way that they can spend time together remotely while getting as close together kind of as possible. I think it's something that we have dabbled in in the past, but we've usually kind of, in the end, demanded that we get together in person, that we that we know that being in person is better, but that we kind of have, have 
avoided in a lot of regards. I can speak to this personally as someone who lives in a remote area, that there are so many things that I think meetings can take place in these digital formats that don't have to take place in person. It's preferred in person. But now we are going to learn a lot more about what is viable for the long term in some of these digital formats. I think students, families, and schools, they're also discovering new normals with many kids starting to be educated remotely. I think one part is psychology. We've got to learn to be more self-directed and self-reliant. And then there's the technical, discovering how hard or how easy it will be to have a class experience remotely. I feel like the most immediate effect from this will be in that school context, that old fake sickie for school kids might become a little less common if they're told, well, okay, you're a bit sick, you can just stay home, log on and participate in school remotely. Suddenly the idea of still needing to go to school but not getting to have the fun of hanging out with your friends at lunchtime, maybe maybe that means they just decide they might as well just go. As I said, I'm someone who lives halfway between Sydney and Canberra and it's already a personal positive to see press events and meetings being held with video offered as an option. And I'm hoping that on the other side of all this that those options will remain and not just be put back on the shelf. Long term, I really hope we see more leaders open up remote working options for people who live regionally to open up the prospect of finding the best person for a white-collar job wherever they might live and to understand that they can still contribute fully to an organization thanks to digital tools that we now have at our disposal. It would be so good for workers and so good for the regions. In a lot of ways, this is the promise of what the NBN was aiming to give us. I love that idea that young people, maybe they wouldn't have to leave the regional towns they grew up in. Maybe that they could work for a big company and then start their own company right there in that smaller town. Create new opportunities that are based on digital opportunities and not just always having to go to the city if they want to do something more. Unfortunately, the MBN is going to be a roadblock for many who still can't get a good connection. That is one of those big issues that we've debated and argued over when it came to the multi-technology mix version of the MBN instead of a fiber MBN. That a good enough MBN was kind of good enough for the 2010s, but it's not necessarily going to be good enough for the 2020s. Maybe 5G will step in and fill that gap, but again, that wasn't the point of the MBN to be superseded. And that's one of those realities that it's already facing right in this moment when people are starting to feel like there's some kind of bottleneck in the way of them performing the work that they care about from home. Now, there's a lot of factors that play into that. And this is something I want to explore more on Jetpacks in coming weeks. Maybe it is your Wi-Fi. Maybe it's that router you've refused to upgrade for the past 10 years because it sat there and as long as I don't touch it, it keeps doing its job. Maybe it's not doing its job anymore. Maybe it is the ISP that you chose. Maybe they're skimping on their virtual circuit in a way that means they're actually kind of creating a bottleneck because they're refusing to pay a little bit more to MBN to make sure that their customers can get everything that they need. 
There's so many layers to these factors. It is incredibly complicated, but it's something that we do need to deal with right now. And that is both the challenge and the opportunity of this moment in time, that this is a crisis beyond measure. This is not the kind of thing we've dealt with before. There's not some kind of obvious enemy out there. All we know is we need to do our part by staying home and doing what we can to keep the wheels turning within this kind of remote environment. And that's where tech can help. And I hope we can keep working on making it help. But the biggest roadblock of all right now is actually business culture that is changing fast. I feel like a week ago, what some business leaders thought was possible, they're already realizing has to become possible when it couldn't be done before. And now there's a big effort in place to make these things work. And all signs point to this being not just a few weeks, but potentially months. And through that time, we're going to iron out a lot of challenges and a lot of problems. And a lot of things are going to start to become second nature in a fantastic new way. And I'm really excited by that prospect at the same time as I am desperately scared for the problems that we face if people don't take this challenge seriously. By taking it seriously in terms of keeping those wheels turning, keeping the economy rolling forward, but also keeping each other safe. That has to be the primary goal right now, keeping each other safe, caring about those around us, and hopefully we can stay connected and stay caring about each other through these digital tools as well. Now, I know remote working is not going to be perfect, but an average team that maybe sits together in one building, is that going to be better than a great team that works together remotely? I really hope that greatness actually becomes more possible as people learn to work together collaboratively through these digital tools. And I know that for myself, I hope that as I grow my own business, that I do that based on this sort of remote working prospect and that as we emerge out the other side of this crisis, whenever that may be, that there is a lot of stronger opportunities in this society based on these great new digital tools for everybody. But for now, take care, everyone. Don't panic. Stay smart and be safe. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.